supplies. And then uh, let me get the picture of this on the screen real quick. There he is! My man, Mr. Roy Costco. That's what we could do for Fidel Costco. That's Roy Costco right there on your screens. All right, I you got... just lost like our millennial audience like right away. Dude. Yeah, like, well, right it, off it is what it is. Uh, yeah, yeah, thank you. Sorry, anyway. Well, what was it that I did? <laughs> Not you, it, was nothing, it was nothing you did. You did. It was all, nothing right. you did, Roy. And right next to me, I have Mr. Henry Hill, also in the podcast. Let's talk to Mr. Roy Costro, man. Dude, I am so sorry. I did not know you were located in L.A. I could have sworn you're from the RTV. That was my bad. You got to excuse him. He's uh, he's geographically inept. <laughs> you're down the street, right? You're just down the street. You're, probably right. you're going to be in the podcast, right? <laughs> Well, I, I have I have family in the Rio Grande Valley. That's why you probably thought I was from there. And I was just there at the South Texas International Film Festival. Yes. So that's probably also why you thought I was there. And, uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, that was a, that was a great, great experience. Uh, anybody who did not get a chance to go, you guys have got to go out there and see that next year. They have to that money. And uh, it's, it's interesting. And it's free. Everything in there is free. You go out there and you check out uh, Mr. Castro here. He did an awesome session, uh, a makeup artist session that was, he, he created the Llorona that was there. That was some crazy stuff, which, by the way, I did a presenter with a liquid death at the end of the day. <laughs> <laughs> and she proudly accepted, yeah. though I took off with it afterwards. But yeah, anyways. In exchange for your soul, here's a liquid death. <laughs> Are you talking about the, 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 the girl that played La Llorona? Yes. Yeah. That was awesome, man. What, 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 you gave her liquid death? I gave her a liquid death. What, gave, what, what, what is liquid death? That is the wa- can of water that we had there at the... Oh, yeah. I saw that. I saw <laughs> that. <laughs> so you know who makes it, right? There you go. Uh, okay. No. I forgot. Liquid death? You don't remember? I forgot. I, for- I thought it was you or Alex who knows. It might have been me, but I forgot. Yeah, yeah. Liquid? Who makes it? Oh, I thought you knew. <laughs> it's like it's like some skate. It's like some. Who is it? I heard that liquid. Death. I thought we were. Having I think a... they made it for folks that are well, metalheads that yeah uh, want to go to metal shows and want to drink, but they're trying to stay sober. Yeah. So they have that the can, can of water. Is, the oh, can is yeah. cool. Yeah. Man. It, it, no, it, it works. I mean, it looks like a badass can of like whatever. It's, yeah. It's plus, bad. like water out of a can yeah. for me, like it hits different. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, really yeah. it really Not does. It really does. And I know, um, uh, Mr. Mr. Henry Hill here. Also, I know you were you were part. You were going to be part of the South uh, Texas International Film, but the entry was late. Yeah, we were just a little late. Um, I don't even know by how much, but. I definitely know we're, we're 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 definitely late though, yeah, for sure. But this next year though, next yeah, year, man. yeah. And we've been. I was. Uh, we were talking earlier earlier hand that uh, I know you uh, actually have a couple of. Clip- I saw some of the clips you have that you actually a skateboarder also, right? Yeah, uh, both me and actually Albert. Yeah, pretty also. much everybody that's kind of everybody involved in our film in is, our production is, company. Everything, uh, yeah, they're all involved kind of- in skateboarding. Mm-hmm. That's pretty. Much, that's how everybody met. Like that's how this whole thing yeah, pretty much started. Background kind of. Uh, yeah. What'd you start? I started like 15. Oh, like, man. Me, yeah, me too. Probably about 14. 
but I'm 34, like 20 years ago. Damn, 20 years. Right. Like, yeah. On and off. But that, I mean, that yeah. math just happened, huh? That's, yeah, that's yeah. Just, I just barely realized that's that. That's just excusing Mr. Mr. Costa here because I know Chris King said that you were a pioneer and uh, she was uh, saying, going on and going, you're like, well, I'm not really that old. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but she meant it in a good way, Roy. She meant it in a good way. You really meant it in a good way. Yeah, you yeah, excuse these kids, Roy. I mean, they're just <laughs> they just got no. And skin. I know, I know, Mr. Kosh was saying that he got into the makeup thing uh, at a young age. Uh, it's something about Godzilla, I believe it was. Yeah, yeah, that's right. When I was uh, seven year old, seven years old, my father uh, sat me down in front of the TV and he said, "Son, watch this. You're really gonna like it." My father knew he knew what, what I what I liked. He he was a, a big inspiration for me, and he knew I liked you know dragons and dinosaurs, just like it's Joe Castro, by the way. Oh, uh, Joe! I'm gonna say Roy. <laughs> oh my God, Joe! Joe uh, I'm not calling you. You know why I'm calling you Roy? Because my brother, he's been talking to me always. Your special there you go, bro. Yeah. Yo, Joe, that's my bad. There, there you go, buddy. This so, Castro, it's all good. Yeah, yeah. Lucky this yeah. isn't the credits rolling. God dang, bro, perfect. perfect. Just freaking this perfect. Is I actually, it's actually everything. It's actually Jose Manuel Castro, oh, but okay. I changed my name to Joe Castro. Take, take, take exactly. everything out, Joe. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I changed it to Joe Castro in 1993 when I directed my first feature film. Uh, because everybody used to call me Joey, but I didn't think Joey Castro sounded good for a director, so I right. changed it to Joe Castro. And uh, but yeah, but no, anyway, my, my father, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, my father said, Son, watch this movie, you're really gonna like it. It's the first movie I ever really sat down and watched by myself. I was seven years old, it was 1977, and it was Godzilla versus the Smog Monster. You know, I didn't know anything about special effects when I was seven years old, uh, uh, but uh, when I saw the film. When I was done, I asked my dad, I said, Dad, how do they do that? And he, we, he he literally sat with me at the end of the film. And as the credits rolled, we we found the name of the man. You know, it was a Japanese name. So this mm -hmm. is, it's, he said, see, son, it's special effects. That's how they do that. They do that with special effects. And I knew in, in instantly, like instantly, that's exactly what I wanted to do when I grew up. And, yeah. um, and from I, that moment on, up to this very moment, that's all I've ever really done is pursued a career in special effects. And, uh. I see yeah, the, I mean, seeing some of the stuff that you do, man. It's it's some interesting, especially with that zombie with an open hole in the middle of its head, and uh, that was awesome, man. Which 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 uh, what was it again? That uh, I think it's a zombie that's on the floor. You're taking a picture with him with his with a big old gash. In the oh, middle the, of his head. oh, oh, his brain coming out of his head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, yeah. that was uh, what, what movie was that? Barn or something like that? The, that that's for the barn too. It's just uh, now I, having it. It's world premiere. It just has to world premiere, and it'll be out on DVD and all streaming platforms in October. But awesome. it's a yeah, it's a sequel to a very successful. That's awesome, man. That's awesome. I mean, and as far as I mean, as far as the whole event that happened, uh, what was it like two weeks ago, or a week ago, two weeks ago, correct? Yeah. Like, I mean, did you get any any uh, insights for? I mean, I know Josh was there from The Walking Dead. Any uh. Any collaboration with him along the way or something like that? You know, I uh uh you're talking about at the film festival? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know, meeting up with like Pepe and Kenneth, the actor, and uh I believe uh, uh it was uh, uh I forget the other name, the other director that was there. But uh uh you know, I always have a blast going down to the convention because or the festival because I get to meet so many people in South Texas, very talented people, and of course I'd love to work with all of them. Uh, but I, I'm based in Los Angeles, but people fly me all over 
all over the United States, all over the world to work on their films. So, you know, I'm up, I'm up to working with anybody anywhere at any time. It doesn't matter, you know, where, where you're making a movie. If you can get me there and get me on the plane, uh, I'll, I'll come make a movie with you. There you go. Oh, yeah. Henry? <laughs> <laughs> I'm booking you a ticket already. <laughs> Roy? <laughs> Roy? <laughs> it's Joe. Joe. Leave me alone, man. <laughs> No, good, good for you, man. Good, don't let, don't let him don't forget. Let him, it. Don't let me slip on yeah, that. On that. <laughs> Joe's like, yeah, I'm never coming on this damn podcast ever again. <laughs> hey, at least anybody that watches this will absolutely remember my name now. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Don't even be surprised, man. They might still watch it. <laughs> <laughs> and as far and as far as anything in the future, uh, do you have anything coming up? I mean, maybe we. Uh, Oh, you mean stuff that's coming out? Okay, well, here we go. Hold, hold your breath. Now, here we go. Uh, well, I can't do that long, man. You know, so, so on October the 22nd, will be the world premiere of a movie that I actually star in as an actor. Uh, and it's called Appetite for Sin. And it's directed by a uh, Latino male. His name is Matthew Vinaha. It's his first feature film. It's a great little movie. And I also get to do the special effects for the movie. It's going to have its world premiere here in Los Angeles. Uh, and then uh, there's another film. And I can't tell you how I'm how I'm associated with it because it's kind of hush hush, but mm -hmm. it's called the Once and Future Smash, and it's a mockumentary style documentary, and it's directed by uh, Michael and Sophia, and also produced by Neil Jones. Uh, also, uh, there's another film called End Zone Two, which is also associated with the Once and Future Smash, and I there believe it's going to have its Los Angeles premiere on the uh, Don't Quote. Smash. I think it's going to be on the 19th. Then, of course, uh, there's going to be Terror Dunes Part 4, which is a franchise that my partner, Steven Escobar, my husband, Steven Escobar, and I own. Uh, and that's going to – yeah, he's, he's over here. He said, husband, not partner, husband. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, we, 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 we've been together for 24 years, and we just got married. Congratulations. He's from Edinburgh. He's from – from Edinburgh. Oh, so, that's why I said I have family. That's why I was saying I have family there. You know, my my, my mother-in-law, my sister-in-law, and her husband live there. And uh, yeah, so uh, I have family there now. And uh, he, we 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 we, have, we own a franchise called Terror Tunes, and it's Terror Tunes T O O N S. Google it if you've never seen the original film. It was a very successful micro-budget movie. We made it back in two thousand one. We spent twenty three hundred dollars on the film. And it sold fifty thousand units in the first two weeks. Right on. Oh, and it's sat, right, it sat right on the shelf next to next to uh, 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 Pirates of the Caribbean. It's got a, a pretty big cult following, and this is the fourth sequel to it. So we're going to have the world premiere in uh, November the eleventh, and there then on November go. and then on November 9th here in Hollywood is going to be the premiere for another film that I created the special effects for. It's called That's a Wrap, and it's produced by Joel Netter and Marcel Waltz, two amazing young film directors. Here in Hollywood, and I, I mean, I can keep going. There's a lot of really cool stuff coming out. I'm looking forward to. There's Tin Roof. Uh, there's a movie called The Pig Killer that stars. Um, That's the Pig Killer, man. Jake Busey, and it's based That's on a real life serial killer. Uh, Willie Pickman. Uh, he was this guy that used to. Um, he used to take. Uh, 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 he used to have these raves. He's like hillbilly raves on his ranch. And um, oh shit, a hillbilly <laughs> rave. He, he, he would hire all these prostitutes to come and entertain his guests. Yes, exactly. He'd have all these, it was like a hillbilly raves, and he'd hire all these prostitutes to come and, and entertain his guests. And then he would, you know, he would 
Uh, he would kill. He would kill them, and then he would put them in uh, in a mulcher and feed them to his pigs. And it's for real. Damn, that's like a oh, real story. So, in fact, okay, you, can you see the pig behind me? There's the pig. One I of the pigs right there. Yeah. Yeah, what's that? Oh, wow. oh, oh dude. dude. There's <laughs> a, a little, little hinge on the pig back there. Anyways. Uh, it looks a little different on that one. There you go. There's a lot of cool stuff coming out. I have coming out. Um, I keep myself busy. And if everything goes well, there's going to be a couple of other sequels in the works happening. Uh, right now, there's a movie out on, um, on all those home uh, home streaming platforms and it's called i forgot what it's called what is it what is the one with the- <laughs> you see i'm not the only one man <laughs> oh, oh i forget is it uh, what 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 is the film steve the, the one that Ch- the chad directed the one with the scalping oh shoot oh, no the oh, other one the, oh. there's another one. Oh gosh i forgot i'm gonna that get I'm gonna get in so much trouble now. Henry, Henry's already googling it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, 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 it just came out, and it's doing great. Oh my gosh, I'm gonna be in so much trouble. Come on, <laughs> I, I now I have to go to my. I gotta go to my Facebook page just to to figure it out. So you um, gotta go. I gotta go change freaking names out right now. <laughs> let me see here. I mean, maybe maybe, maybe so if I go to my quite a, quite a bit of stuff on on your schedule already that's gonna be coming out on different platforms. Yet. Yes, I got quite, quite, quite well stuff that's out right now, and then stuff that's coming out. Uh, it's called Nightcaller. Nightcaller, oh, very, very successful film. It's been received very well by all the uh, all the reviewers, and been in so many film festivals. But it, it's a really slick, slick, high end kind of a, with a really good story uh, slasher film. If you uh, like the old '80s style uh, slasher movies, you're going to really like this. Movie. Yeah, nice. it's yeah. out right now. It's called Nightcaller. And it stars uh, uh, um, a whole bunch of which one? Oh, by Bi- Ling. You know, but Bi- you know, Byling is Byling, yeah. Uh, Byling yeah. and uh, 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 oh, the guy that the star from the movie. Um, uh, uh, hold on, hold on. It, uh, Steve Railsback. Steve Railsback from the from. Have you ever seen that movie? Uh, Jesus Christ, I forget. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, Life Force, Life Force. Have you seen that movie? Life yeah, Force? Life Force. I think, he's I the star of the movie see. Life Force, and he's in Nightcaller. And you know, I, I was Whoa. like, I was like, you know, I was like a super, like a super fan on set. So when I got to see him, uh, you know, I'm like, you know, grown man, whatever, and I'm going over to <laughs> grown man, and I'm like super fan, and I'm like, you know, I'm like. Hey, you know, I, I didn't know how to say say I say I'm a big fan to him. Uh, you know, working on the movie with him, but I'm like, right. you know, stars all, all star star struck, you know. There you go. Yeah. So I just I just I just grabbed him and said, Hey, I put my arm around and say, hey, Can I take a picture with you? And I just saw my love is working <laughs> in my course, you know. And it's the same thing with Jake Busey. I just worked with Jake Busey on the on the pig killer. He was in the, the original Starship Troopers, which is one of my yes, all time. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. And um, you know, I, I didn't know how to approach him. So I said, I said, uh Hey, you know, do, do, do you still get a lot of love from Starship Troopers? And then he's like, Yeah, 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 that are the Frighteners, and you know, we opened up a conversation. And right. I and I, and I, I just, you know, I, I get real honest with him. I'm like, Hey, I just want you to know, I'm I'm a super fan here, and I'm I'm kind of start, you know, freaking out on you right now. I hope you don't mind. I fanboying out on you, and they they love it. So, <laughs> you know, I mean, I, I work with all these all these people that I grew up with, and it's you know, it's it's still it's fun. You know, it's fun to be around them and to tell them how much you appreciate them and how much they've inspired you. And right. well, yeah. you, you as the, uh, you as the makeup, uh, as a special effects guy, you, you, you play a pretty integral part of every role. 
you know, you you help create the character. Too. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. I, I I would think that you know they they'd want to be like as amiable with you, you know, just you know setting aside with their good people or not. Right. You you want to you want to build a relationship with your with your with your team. You know. <laughs> that's that's very true. I, <laughs> and I appreciate that they do. Uh, spend the time to talk with me and to let me know their like angst about having you know heavy makeup applications put on their face. And uh, I, I think most of the people in the business that I work with realize after doing this for forty years, right. they can they can like literally trust me. They they they, they trust me. I mean, I, I I will like show them things in advance to make sure they're comfortable with the look on their face. You know, I'm always talking with them about what what works for them, what's comfortable for them. And I make sure that they're involved because if they're involved, then I know that they're going to be happy with what they're wearing and it really will show in their performance. If you have absolutely, questions, I mean, don't be afraid. Of, just, uh, no, um, yeah, yeah, no, just, I, no, I'm, I'm more interested. In, I mean, like, cause when, when I worked in like background and acting, when I used to live in Los Angeles, um, you know, it, I, I never got to work with like heavy makeup artists. It was always just basic kind of stuff. You know what I mean? For like, background parts or whatever so i mean it's it's it's, it's, it's more so interesting to me and so i'm, I'm totally just listening for sure. <laughs> i'm like i'm like learning stuff whatever he's saying because i mean that's kind of where i kind of picked up on more professional production and started doing what we're doing over here now right and when you was when you, working band background on like bigger pictures with like sony and warner brothers you know right. like that. And what, so, what inspired you to get into the directing thing the whole the whole movie making um, it was just more so, I, I mean, I think it was just an accumulation of like everything since from when I was talking about like when we were skating back in the day and like, we used to just like pick up cameras back at the house. And I think, so there's actually, um, I think it was like, I don't even know how old I was. I think we were like, I was like maybe 17 or 17, like like 16, I think it's 17. And, um, and yeah, I had made like this like super short film with like like my brother and like my cousin and everybody kind of in the house. We were all in the house at the, at, at the same time. Right. Um, this is when I was living in Washington actually. And then um uh and uh yeah, that was kind of like maybe it was a joke, I guess. You know what I mean at the time. But then again, it kind of like you kind of see where everything sort of like starts, and then you know later on down the road. So I mean, it was like I said, it's just like an accumulation. Like it, you know, it's just like a whole collection of just all those. Just nourishing all those, it, yeah, it all those things that are just, yeah, just seeds already, you know, as is, and then just kind of growing into what it is now. So that's definitely kind of like where it all started. But yeah, that, when I was in LA, I guess back to what I was saying, like, um, and then like working in background and just you know uh, doing foreground acting and uh, um, and different things like that. I actually kind of noticed that you guys had that, um, you have uh, over here oh, yeah, they, on the wall, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, uh, I had been, uh, my view in. There's a scene with him that I was actually in. It's the end of I don't. It's uh the last Rob Zombie movie that came out. So there's like at the end where they're like driving in the truck and like they're all kind of in the back of the uh, the back of the truck and like uh, he's in the back. I'm across from him in that scene. Right. So it's kind of cool. But like at that end, like we all get shot. Right. So <laughs> yeah. So we're all dead. Yeah. We're all dead in this ditch. But like it it was never no like heavy makeup. So I was just like, right. I was like, you know, it was kind of very much so basic. So on that end, but yeah, to hear that kind of like those kinds of productions are like, yeah. you know, crazy. Those things are crazy. I mean, plus, I mean, talking to a makeup artist here, the most we did in PCH was shave a dude's head like three times, <laughs> like officially, once. officially three times. Yeah, yeah, was, three times. yeah. So now we got to wait for it to grow back so we can film the rest. And then, yeah, and yeah. Now guess what? We're shaving it again. <laughs> Yeah, that's and now we're gonna snip it a little bit to make because it of it. yeah, because of like the actual like authentic, you know, just kind of really actually being authentic about everything we did in the film. Uh, it took us like yeah, three years to 
to go to Chiriro. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So that's kind of like one of the one of the reasons did it definitely was like a whole like waiting for hair to grow back and waiting for his beard to kind of grow back or do his thing and it was just it was, yeah. yeah that's just, what I find very interesting about what what where Castro does and what you do it's just it's it's a uh, I would love to be behind the scenes just to see how it all comes together because oh, it's, it's something very interesting to look magical. at. Oh, yeah, it is yeah. a process for sure. Magical. Thought yeah. process, though, but I mean, because seeing, yeah. seeing, seeing, uh, seeing Joe here doing the makeup for for La Llorona that he had there at the film festival, I mean, that was that was just amazing. And it just looking at it from beginning to end, you know, yeah. Because, in fact, I was interviewing people, I would jump up just to go look inside when he was doing his work, and then when he's going step, step by step, what the heck was that? Oh, oh, oh my bad, uh, step by step, you know, uh. It was. It's just. I know. It's that just, happened right so as we're, we're making fun of the ghost. That happened right as the AC turned on. I feel I thought the lights were just gonna go out. Oh my god! There gosh. goes the There you go. <laughs> but anyway, but yeah, just to see the process behind the yeah. camera, man. How how it's done. The 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 makeup work, the the directing, all that good stuff. That would be something to really see. I mean, sure. it's something interesting to you know to be a part of. It, it's right? it's it's. I've always find it interesting. Uh, people's takes on on particular types of of movie shoots too, because uh, you know when when it, when when Joe was saying about how he's doing a, an eighty style uh, horror kind of kind of thing, yeah, yeah. Uh, it, it's it, it it really struck with me because there is kind of a I've noticed that there is oh, kind yeah. of a a movement towards things like that. I don't know mm-hmm. if it's more like a simplification because you 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 always hear like. In, in special effects movies where like there's the uncanny valley where people just tune out because something about a particular scene, you know, it's not rendered right. Or yeah. there, there's something about it that just takes people out. I've never been privy to it myself, but I can see why other people would. And so like, I'm, I'm wondering like when there's a more practical effect applied to an actor, if that really just helps to sell the scene. Yeah. Yeah, I, I I would think that it would. Yeah, I mean, there's definitely an audience for for specific genres. '80s slasher films being a huge one. Right. I mean, I'm one of those. You know, when I was growing up in the '90s, there was, you know, Friday the Thirteenth, and uh, uh, what was that other one like Sleepaway Camp and Sleepaway all in crazy Sleepaway like dude, those were like crazy <laughs> ass all, all of the like, great, yeah. slasher films. Were, yeah. yeah, you know, yeah. and they have that. I mean, they were made in the '80s. Right. You know, I'm growing up watching. No, it I think like, I, personally, I think like 80s. 80, when you say 80s, like an 80s slasher, that like, like they they will hold on the on the on the gore longer. And yeah, you know, yeah. there are things that they won't do in a slasher movie today because you know, like when you watch an 80s slasher movie, you can kind of pick apart how they did what they did. You know, because they hold on a little too long. Today they won't do that, and also in today's horror slasher movies, uh, we 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 do hyper realism, which means that it must look absolutely real, or they won't show it. Yeah, they don't, yeah. They, don't, they don't like to hold on to it if it doesn't look real, and that's that's kind of like that's 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 just kind of like the genre we have today, hyper realism. And but in the same token, you kind of like lose a little bit of the fun aspect of it because of that. So you know that's kind of you know like in the eighties. You can get away with doing something that's a little slightly cheesier over the top. And in today's world, you, you, it would be just straight up comedy if you did that. Oh, so, yeah. I mean, during the 80s, I was people were straight up. I mean, shit, I was scared as a kid, too. Yeah. I, like, I mean, that, that, that's, the, that's the thing about 80s, you know, when people are rediscovering 
the 80s uh, yeah. slasher movies, they're like, like, oh my gosh, like they, they can't believe that how actually good it is. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah there's some 80s movies that still hold up to today that are even absolutely. better. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. And even even though and, the, and all, all they needed was just a little finesse able to clean up like you know edges and stuff like that. But you know, ultimately the technology wasn't there. But you know, like John Carpenter's remake of the thing still holds up today. Dude, that's, that's what I was yeah. gonna get at, dude. Like the thing that would trip me out the most was how the killer would just walk. And you would run, the, you know, the victim would run and run and run. Like, you, and the, the killer would walk and still kill him. But then, yeah. Like, dude, if, if Michael Myers is coming after me, I'm going to run. He's still going to catch my husband. Yeah. Yeah. There was always a there was always a sense of, of supernatural element to any, any horror film back in the eighties. Get away with that stuff. You can get away with all that. You know? Absolutely. Yeah. He uh, he just uh, every uh, you know people were willing to accept. Yes, he would just appear, even though he was like. A hundred yards back. Yeah, well, like, like like zombies moved like at a snail's pace back in the eighties, right? But right. Yeah, you know, before you know, if, if you if, if you just blinked an eye, they were right right on you and bite you. That was what made it scary because it was slightly supernatural. It was right. slightly exactly. supernatural. Right. Exactly. Today they'll run, you know. Some of them even roar like a damn lion. You know, I mean, I, I, I no disrespect to the Walking Dead, but like they don't even look like zombies anymore. They look like monsters. Yeah. You know, they don't look like dead people. They great, look like great, great. They, great they, they, yeah, I, I like and that. I, I, <laughs> you know, that's they, awesome. I saw they a don't, video where they're like don't, getting the don't shit on other people's bosses, man. All right, <laughs> all right. <laughs> Just because you oh don't agree God. with. Anyways, I still got I got some fans up here saying, of course, we got Louie. I'm uh, yes, I knew yeah. you're there. Um, Why is he uh, still? I don't know. I keep blocking him. He comes with time. But uh, we also got uh, Maggie Gloria Benavides saying. Oh, that's a. Uh, well, this. Uh, oh, that says uh, Vitor. Yeah, you. Uh, that says That's actually my uh, clothing brand. There you go. Oh, okay. oh, that's another thing we're gonna talk about also in a few yeah, minutes, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. And also, no, uh, no, Louis. There's no way he's gonna make a movie about a plane place. Uh, <laughs> no one. Sean Logan. Uh, yes, I'm here. I'm proud of you. Thank you, Sean. Appreciate you. I also got Gabriela Hernandez saying, "Hey." I got Christina Rocha saying, "Hey, Mr. Duke." I don't know who Mr. Duke is. Anybody who no Mr. idea. You know, know what? Mr. Duke. I don't know who that is. You could mean you could mean Roy. Maybe Roy. 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 Roy? Roy's not here. It's Joe. It's Joe. It's Duke. <laughs> Maybe it means Duke. Roy, dude. They go Duke, man. I mean, it's right there. Uh, yeah. about there he is. How about Freddy Krueger? That's what he's saying. Also, yeah. Freddy How about Freddy Krueger? What dude, about which no, one? No, don't even. Uh, which one? You can't even go to sleep. Oh uh, no. <laughs> and I, I know we're going over the clothing line. I know you have a clothing line also. Oh yeah, yeah. So that's kind of also too like like I was saying earlier about like kind of everything being like a collection of things like mm -hmm. that definitely kind of stemmed from all of that skateboarding and filming and doing kind of just making it large, you know, just part of like everyone's lifestyle. Like uh, we all, I, I did start like it. It started kind of like in in like in like junior high, sort of high school, but like I was already I was like kind of just making little pieces of clothing here and there, just like uh, d uh, different things that kind of like nobody could kind of like really obtain. Um, and then um, from that kind of just like started to mold into different uh, like uh, more solid ideas, I guess you would say, like, you know, a substance like to them. And then, um, yeah, I think after so long, it just kind of just bubbled up to a point where just kind of, you know, started giving it uh, a go, just kind of like taking like all of our ideas and just like things that we all kind of just like, uh, I mean, to be honest, it's 
the ideas through it all kind of comes from like everybody that we all kind of know. Like it's very collective. Like through all the people that I know, like uh, it's it, it, it's just um, yeah, it's like a translation of like that life and just kind of like everything that comes with it. It's just everything that we've, we've all kind of experienced and just little things into this the designs that we kind of like you know do or like or, or whatever drops we have like uh so that's that and then um that started but like officially uh you know like to make it like a like like on a record kind of you know like um it was uh two that like 2016 2015 when we maybe kind of like actually took it you know a little serious and kind of started you know like actually gave it its name and um uh that was like i think around that time that's when like our first skate video actually yeah released it's called booth uh it's 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 there on youtube it's been on there for like quite some time but yeah it's a um definitely yeah that's kind of like the roots that's kind of where the origins of it all is but um yeah that's uh we just opened our store actually too uh our first store in harlingen really so we're on jackson yeah we're actually right there on jackson avenue and uh a street kind of like right down the middle like in that corner there's a I mean, Mercado, like a, I mean, like a shopping district, and so we're we're facing here officially. Yeah, I mean, what does what does the uh, what does the uh, the lifestyle brand look like? What is, what is uh, uh, so? Some of the I mean, so some of the stuff's gonna be actually like the online store is gonna go also to live. I think we're gonna we're probably gonna like Friday. Okay. Friday or something like that, and then um, but you can come. Obviously, you know, definitely come by the store uh, if you get a chance. You know what I mean? See, see, yeah, see what we have right there. It's it's a very it's a very uh just kind of like trying to test the waters, I guess, in the area sort of thing. Kind of doing yeah. this after yeah, so yeah. long being online, like taking it to kind of to the public. Like we're just kind of kind of I guess testing like the waters with the drop that we we're actually putting out first. Um, but then uh we do have another one that's actually going to be. I think we're going to release another drop. It's like a, a little kind of like a, a play on um uh like an old. Uh, like an old design back from like the old, it's like, it's like from like the 60s, 70s kind of design. And, uh, uh, like, uh, like, uh, from, uh, I, I, I'm not sure if you guys are like, um, familiar with, uh, Malcolm McLaren. He was like the, uh, uh he was like the, uh, manager for the Sex Whistles. Oh, okay. okay, okay yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 So like, kind of like that whole, that whole era, you know what I mean? Vivian Westwood kind of time. You yeah. Know yeah. Yeah. So yeah, that's kind of something that we're going to be coming out with right now. I actually have one of the one of the capital zombies. Oh, the dog likes it. Hey, go! Oh man! Oh, you got stuff with Mickey on my muscle. Yeah, So like, so like, we're doing that like probably close towards uh, I want to say like October, like maybe like into like Halloween maybe. Right. Yeah. Nice. Okay. So that'll be coming out soon too as well. Yeah. Yeah. There's something to be said about the experience of actually seeing the the things in person. Yeah. Yeah. Touching it. Yeah. 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 Go check it out. Yeah. Go check that out so we can, you know, actually, you know. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. And I think Mr. Joe here put us on mute. He doesn't want the dogs barking in the background anymore. It's okay, Joe. It's all right. We're, we're used to Chew tends to bark also, so we're, we're used to the sound. But anyways... Uh, Joe, is it? Is that your name, Joe? <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> Man, guys, we're going to take a quick little commercial break because we're coming off 32 minutes already. Okay. Uh, we'll be right back, and uh, don't go anywhere. Don't go anywhere. Don't go anywhere, Joe. Joe, we not go anywhere. We're, don't go all anywhere. Right. We're going to get our shit straight. And we're <laughs> we're going to beat the crap out of each other. You're going to see a Royal Rumble happening in a couple of minutes, so <laughs> don't go anywhere. 
I think uh, Henry's going to be uh, the special guest referee. So uh, <laughs> hang in there. We'll be right back, all right? Cool. Time to pay some bills, guys. Here we go. The Craft of West Coast, Texas, probably sponsored the Chewing Podcast. Man, you're looking for a good Friday night, Saturday night, or any time of the night. You want to head out to West Coast, look for the Craft down at the eatery, man. I guarantee you will have a great time. Ask for Miguel and let him know Chewing New sent you. Hemp it up. Located in McAllen in West Coast, Texas. Guys, looking for something anxiety, something to sleep and relax? Give Uvaldo and Marty a call. They will help you out. Just let them know. Chewy new set you. Might get some little extra, you know what I'm saying? Beanie Wheaties, man. You cannot go wrong with this enchilada mix, man. I'll tell you what, right now, any kind of beer you mix in this bad boy, I guarantee it's going to be a party. Not one, not two, but three times a night. And she's selling gallons. Get a hold of her on Facebook and Instagram. Hurry up before they all run out. Smoke, liquor, and adult novelties? Hell, head out to the rabbit hole, bro. You will have a good time. They got a lot of stuff you can take a look at. And if you're interested, you can even start being a tattoo artist. They even have tattoo machines. Look for them on Facebook and Instagram. I guarantee you'll love it, brother. And let them know. Chewy New sent you. Looking for a solid plumber? Give Paco a call, man. I'm telling you right now. If he doesn't answer, keep calling. He's always a busy guy. Let him know Chewy New sent you. And when you let him know that, he'll also tell you, your crap is his bread and butter. <laughs> Like always, man. <laughs> yeah. Summertime is here, man. The best way to cool off is through Rowdy's Pools, man. What better way to have your own pool in your backyard? Why go to the beach where all the crowd is? Never get that sense of relaxation and privacy? Get your own pool. Call Rowdy's Pool and let them know. Chew new sent you, man. Big shout out to Surge, one of our number one sponsors from the beginning. He's been here through all the episodes, man. There's nothing more than saying thank you. Any electrician advice, give this guy a call. Let him know the rock star sent you. Watch up, bro. You got cravings? No, but let me tell you about this place out here, man. It's going to get you every time. Hipsters, snacks, and more. Located at 2600 South 23rd Street, McCown, Texas. Give him a call. Let him know. Chew a new sent you. Once again, thank you to all our sponsors for sticking with us through thick and thin, man. We got a lot more show for you, so go go anywhere, baby. Latest guys. And we are back, guys. All right, where's where's Roy? Roy just took off on me. There he is. There he is. Right. Right. Back the mic on there. there you go. Oh. All right, man. You can hear us fine there. Arnie's Mr. Joe. I said Roy again, didn't I? That's, that, that's his fault, bro. He's making me say it. It was too easy. Joe, it's too easy now. Uh, I was gonna say I was gonna ask, have you do you know anybody who, who has a Guinness Book of World Record? Anybody has Guinness World Record? Uh, personally, no. no. Why? Um, well, well, now you do. Now you do. Now you do. <laughs> now you do. <laughs> Woo! That's right. I, I, my husband and I have we have the Guinness Book of World Record for the highest body count in a slasher movie. Oh, you do? Yeah, really? 155 on-screen kills. It's for oh, a movie man. we produced what? 2012 oh, called shit. The Summer of Massacre. Yep. Google it. Oh, is, like, is that is that official? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or just 
the highest body count in a slasher Damn. movie against the world record. Damn. Damn. Look that up, Joe. These guys are through the commercial where they were they were teasing me, bro. They're yeah. teasing me. So Damn. yeah, I'm gonna have to get it right. Don't worry about it. I got it, and that's gonna be imprinted in my mind, just like with a paranormal. What is kept on saying paranormal this discord? <laughs> I kept on saying that. It goes discourse. That's right. That's yeah. All right. That's all right, dude. They're only our partners in the studio. I know, right? They're only our partners fine. in the studio. It's all right. Who cares, right? <laughs> but, anyways, anything big coming your way, Henry? Uh, anything big is coming out as far as film? I know you got your clothing line coming around and everything, but anything big coming out in the, for you to come up close? Uh, I mean, Pacific Coast Highway. For sure, Pacific Coast Highway. That's definitely, that's definitely the biggest thing that I have. Like, uh, that's, 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 that's like a child, man. It's like a child to me. Like, Really? Yeah, we've had it. We held it. We've had on. Like, we've been working on this thing for so long that, like, yeah, it's uh, it's kind of just a good. It's just a good experience, kind of letting it go. Finally, um, it's coming out soon. It's coming out um November around around, around November. November. Yeah, November. Yeah. We, we don't have like a set date yet. Yeah, but we we want to. Is there going to be like, a special screening for it, or? Oh, we've been doing screenings all over Texas, all over the all over the valley. For the last, okay. like, uh, we've are, I, we've been now doing a circuit for the last, I think, two months. There's been a few, a lot, uh, probably yeah. like what six of them, seven. Every other weekend, like pretty that. much, we're just in, we're in a different city doing the screening. Yeah, yeah, we've been uh, promoting that since uh, we actually did like kind of an original promote. We did our our first kind of soft screening in Los Angeles and then came back. Really? Okay. Because yeah, yeah. I yeah, originally we we wrote the whole thing in Los Angeles. I was living there with right. um, um, also to Alex Tapia, who's the other writer of the film. Okay. Um, uh, who lives right now in Los Angeles as well mm-hmm. is uh, uh, yeah we both uh, went in it was conceived there um, and uh, we started filming it there and really kind of just it, it, it formed the most of it formed in that and you know on that side of the, um, the US and then uh, you know the story kind of eventually grew into us riding in into Texas, and so we came to Texas, and then this is, and then uh, eventually I had moved back actually, and uh, we went ahead and just used that also to our advantage, which is kind of like being in the area, being able to use more more locations, um, being more accessible to the area, kind of just being on the side instead. Cool. So yeah, and then eventually it's just, uh, and then we wrapped it up after three years. And, and as far as the movie, what is it based on, or what, what are we looking at? Um, so really it's a, you know, it's a story about a guy that, uh, he's, he's kind of like in, in, in lost in touch of his kind of reality, okay. you know, his like now, you know what I mean? And, um, he's, uh, you know, kind of, you know, at the same time trying to grasp what makes him who he is. He's at the same time losing that same understanding that, that capacity for, for what he was. And, you know, know that makes a little sense um and uh yeah and it's and it's a short journey of uh uh of his uh of his migration from los angeles going down the pch going up pacific uh, Ohio, where, where we start to go and uh kind of making his way over here to texas and then uh but i mean we don't want to go to get too deep into it but definitely that's like <laughs> no because it's i mean it, i mean it's good i mean i've 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 me personally, I think, I mean, maybe it's just what people are telling me, right? But 
I feel like it's pretty good. People have been telling me. That's, yeah. I mean, every time, we, every time we hear reviews, when it's, we're doing there, we're, it's, we're it's, on it's a scene. The, yeah, we're kind of on scene know. doing these screenings, and it's always, you kind of hear people talking off the side, and it's like, right. it's been good. It's been good lately, man. We've been, we've, we've well, definitely a lot of That's good awesome. It, it does sound like a, like a pretty good. So, yeah, it's got a good little premise. A little bit of a mental breakdown on film, you know, really? kind of, yeah. And are yeah. we yeah. looking at you yeah. this film with a mental breakdown? Oh, no. No, actually. I am the mental breakdown. He's the cause. He's we the are, cause we are the cause, yeah. not the cure. The main I think right now there's a mental breakdown. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. he's definitely the reason for the mental breakdown. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. A lot of mental breakdown. Yeah. And if you, from all angles, have you have you tapped into? I mean, as far as like I know, I know Joe's into the horror thing and everything. Have you ever tapped into that that side yet? Or? So I mean, <laughs> funny enough that you <laughs> that you bring that up. Yeah, funny enough that you bring that up. Actually, that scene that we're talking about. Um, uh, I mean, we didn't get too deep into it, right? Because we really didn't want to. Like we, you know, we wanted to kind of just more give, like I guess the like the feeling of like something that was a little bit out of not out of kind of, but just out of character of of, of the, of the storyline, where you don't expect someone to die in this kind of little piece of a film, but then someone does die, and it was just like kind of like okay, what the fuck, like you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like no, wait, no, wait, not a jump scare kind of way. Just, no, not a jump scare, but just kind of like introducing death. Damn, we should have done and it. not throwing death, yeah. kind of just introducing it. <laughs> So, I mean, I guess if that makes sense for, you know, uh, and, uh, to, to better describe that kind of uh, the way of that scene, that, that sequence plays out. But uh, but definitely, yeah, there is a little blood for sure. But we, you know, we haven't taken it to a level of kind of just like not, not heavier, the, heavier, like make, makeup and stuff. So, yeah, yeah, not yeah. The joke, not the joke. Costume it would be, it would definitely be interesting <laughs> to, to, to go ahead and take, a, you know, to, to learn something out of that, out of that book for sure. Yeah. As far as like directors itself, or making who who do you idolize? I mean, who do you who do you like? You want to get to that point to say, man, um, I'm that close. I mean, I wouldn't say like idolize, but like I definitely take like pages from from different books. I guess if that makes sense, and mm-hmm. like uh, for sure, Quentin Tarantino for sure. I mean, that's kind of been kind of a childhood favorite. Kind of, I guess you know, growing up watching those, and then uh, I actually got to, I was an extra on uh, Once Upon a Time. Uh, and uh, we was the scene. Uh, I don't know. I to be honest, I haven't even seen the movie. To be honest, I'm not gonna mm-hmm. lie. But there's a scene where uh, Leonardo DiCaprio and Brad Pitt they get out of the plane. I think they're in like Rome or some shit. Mm-hmm. And they get out of the plane and they're walking through like the terminal of of that airport or whatever, trying to leave leave to the exit. And mm-hmm. there's um, and at the end there's paparazzo. And I'm one of the paparazzo, like taking photos right. and pulling the bulb. And it's like those old school cameras where you pull the bulb out and you right, put it in the right, bag. Right, yeah, right, right. Right. And that shit was real. And my hand got burnt. Oh, and like, yeah. So, but I have, I have photos from that, from that day, to be honest, when we were at, like, you know, we're not supposed to have those in, in Oli, but <laughs> I, I, I hope I don't hear from central casting at any time, but uh, you got what? <laughs> definitely, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. It was, um, it was, it was, it was, it was good working with him. Uh, that kind of just like solidified that sort of maybe like like okay I can definitely take pages from him because like you know seeing him kind of actually work and direct at the same time kind right. of in real life real time right. I was like oh okay yeah so that, that's how that is and then um I don't know I mean I would probably say like you know maybe like Wes Anderson for sure yeah Wes Anderson Wes, I knew it was one of the go. Wes's dude I was yeah. gonna say the wrong one I was gonna say Craven yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Craven either either one. You got Joe. You got Joe. Eyes lighting up over here when you said Wes Craven. You thought you were gonna say Wes Craven. Yeah. What? What? What about you, Joe? Who's your? Out of all the makeup artists in Hollywood or wherever in the U.S. or in the world, which is the one you pretty much, uh, you know, like look at? Like, yeah, this—that's where I want to be. Or are you already there? Because the way I've seen stuff that you put out there, it looks like you're already there, man. 
you know, I've been doing this for 40 years and there's, I'm, I'm self-taught, you know, I didn't go to school like a lot of these people do, you know, all those, most of the people that work in all the big shows, they've all gone to school. They're all, you know, they all learn the same technique. They all do it like a robot the same way. And, um, I have my own, my own style, my own set of tools and, uh, and in doing so, I have my own unique look. You know, I have my own u- unique style. When people see my effects, they say, "Oh, Joe Castro did that. That's a right, Joe Castro." Right, right, right. But I, 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 and I'm not trying to toot my own horn, but there's, it's just, I, there's just so many different things from so many different places where I've learned. I mean, I still learn from even people that are younger than me. I, I this is one a young woman that I wish recently worked with. I still work with on a regular basis, and she's she's so full of, uh, you know, she's also self taught. And she's all, she's so full of information, and you know I, I just remain teachable along the way, and that's how I become the, the artist that I am. But I mean, you know, if I had to pick a couple off the top of my head, I'd I'd say Tom Savani, I'd say um, uh, uh, Rick Baker and Rob Bottin, and uh, you know, uh, it, there's been so many though. I mean, Steve Johnson and uh, Steve Neal, and uh, you know, all these uh, these types that came, well, I grew up with in the '80s with, uh, they were all very inspiring to me. But ultimately, uh, I have three mentors that I still kind of study with and I've worked with recently. Uh, there's a man, his name is Brian Wade, who is a, is a genius sculptor and he's been working. He worked on John Carpenter's remake of the thing back in the eighties. And uh, during the oh, pandemic, okay. uh, during the pandemic, I had the honor of uh, sitting with him and uh, uh, learning from him while he sculpted. And then of course uh, there's uh, Don Lanning, who's also, you know, just worked on the new Hellraiser movie. And I, oh, I you know, was right. able to, to sit with him and, and he was, yeah, there's, yeah, man. I, I, did I say Hellraiser? I meant to say Hellboy. And then, uh, I mean, but he's done so, Don's done so many. I mean, it's like, it's incredible how many movies he's worked on. But then, and then ultimately, uh, a man, his name is Rob Berman. You're like, who the hell is Rob Berman? Rob Berman worked on so many movies. I can't even, like, he worked on The Goonies. I worked on the original Ghostbusters. Uh, he worked on Cat People, The Beast Within. Uh, I mean, I just go on and on and on of all the different movies that this man has worked on. And he's just a plethora of knowledge. And I consider him one of my mentors. And, you know, so these are these are the men I, I, I respect and I, I, I strive to be like, you know. I mean, when I was 12 years old, uh, we used to have this thing back in the day. It was called 411, where you could call like a 411. And if you had the, the number and the area code, the area code, to the to the to the city where you wanted a phone number from, uh, they would give you a, the phone number to anybody who was listening in the phone book. Yep. And uh, you That's know, I knew that, I, I knew that Tom Savani lived in Pittsburgh, so I called you know uh, the four one one to Pittsburgh and I asked for Tom Savani's phone number. I was twelve years old, and uh, <laughs> and, uh, and I got you know the Tom you know they gave me Tom Savani's home phone number. I would call Tom on the phone when I was 12 years old and I say, Hey Tom, how's it going? You know, my name is Joey Castro and I live in Halotus, Texas. And you know, I really like your work. And you know, he, he was very kind to me. Oh, I was That's very awesome. kind to me. I got to speak to him for many, you know, several years until super, I mean, he was already big then, but he super blew up right after uh, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre too. Yeah. And um, you know, he was a household name by that time. And, uh, but I, yeah, he he walked me through a lot of step by step instructions over the phone. Awesome, what time I was like twelve, wow. I was like fifteen years old. That's super cool, dude. I didn't awesome. ever, I didn't think that story was gonna go that way. <laughs> no, no, he's a very very kind man, and uh, I mean, even even till up to the day I met him, 
when I met him, he was like, uh, you know, at a convention and I asked him to autograph. I have a, I have, I have an actual copy of Jason, the Jason hockey mask hanging on my wall back here and yeah. I asked him to autograph it. And, uh, you know, he just, he's got it autographed it and it was just all, you know, just so like personal and, you know, very, uh, 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 just very kind man. He's a very kind man. Nothing but nice things that's to say about amazing. him. Jesse, you talking about the way you light up. Talk, I, I take it he's like probably one that you really, really idolize the most. Well, that's why I saved the best for last and everybody will remember it, you know. There you go. Yeah, cool. and I'm gonna, I'm, right now, I'm going to ask some questions right now. Uh, one that I didn't get to ask you at the at, the, at, uh, the, at the festival in South Texas. So I'm going to start with Henry first. Henry, quick question. Sure. When all is said and done, everything's on the table. You've done everything you, you believe you accomplished. How would you like to be remembered? Oh, man. Um, that's a good question. Yeah. Um, I mean, I guess I could say my work, right? But maybe not just the work, but maybe what my work has uh, rippled from, like what what has rippled from my work or what or my existence and what I've done on, with all of what I've done and just kind of like maybe the effect, like, uh, I mean, the highest act is, I feel like the highest human act is inspiration. So there you go. definitely kind of, you know, whatever, whoever can kind of take what I've done and maybe do it better. You know what I mean? Or like take it to another level that I haven't done yet or, or just take it in a different direction. Like, you know, playing around with subgenres and things that maybe are, are a little bit on the taboo end or indie side that, and taking it more mainstream. Like, you know, like just, I mean, that's kind of maybe, that'd be kind of cool. Just, I mean, but I mean, it could, doesn't have to be film. It could be anything. Right. But like, right. it doesn't matter. You know, that's, it's, it's just, I think just, yeah, that I just think that hopefully whatever I've done is like able to, Give some inspiration to others. Awesome, you know. After me, yeah. Good, cool, good yeah. answer. Yeah, and I know we really touched base with you. How did you get into the acting? The acting. Oh uh... uh, well, I mean, I don't, I, I don't really have a creative bone in my body. <laughs> <laughs> I say this over and over. Um, I saw what they were doing with the film, you know, and uh, they just pretty much had a little bit of a drive. Well, they had filmed a couple of things. Mm -hmm. um, and I thought, oh, this is cool. Like, this could really go somewhere, right? Um, did I have any idea of what they could do with it? No. I just wanted to see where, where it went, right? Mm -hmm. um, so then they hit me up, and they said, hey, we have a character um, that needs to be filled, right? So they said, would you be interested in, you know, filling that character? So I said, yeah, okay. Yeah, I mean, I'll try it out. And from there, it just kind of spiraled, you know, and I... I helped a bit with the lines, well, a lot. Well, like, I think with the line, the lie, yeah. yeah um, as far as how it all came together, that was all them. Um, that's why I say, you know, I'm just basically in this thing. I'm just an actor. He's being, he's being know, modest. As I don't me. really, yeah. I didn't. I mean, he's so I, I didn't really modest. contribute too much either. other than the acting, as far as I see it. Um, okay. But yeah, I mean, I, I, I always thought like acting would be cool. Uh, I used to do like kind of some acting when I was in school, mm -hmm. um, you know, and uh, well, there's this theater. It was, yeah, that, yeah, that kind of thing. Um, I always kind of had a little bit of a knack for it, uh, but I just never, you know, thought much of it or really didn't want to pursue it or I didn't really care for it. Right. Um, but once they came at me with, hey, look, we have this project that we're working on. I remember that project that, you know, that PCH project. 
I said, yeah, okay, well, what do you guys got? And so at that point, they showed me the character. They showed me the wardrobe, which tripped me the hell out. Uh, <laughs> but I was like, dude, I could totally put this wardrobe on and, like, we could do something here. Right. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, that's basically how it came about. You know, I like I said, I don't, I don't really do much, you know, as far as – I love music, you know. I have a big knowledge of music. Um, my girlfriend's super big on film. You know, she's in, I've seen a lot of movies because of her. I would have never probably seen them. Um, So I definitely had a lot to like uh, go off of, Uh, but I can never create anything. That's just, I've never had that, you know, bone in my body to do that. Um, So this was a cool opportunity to just jump in and actually show something. That's that's when you lay back and you let others sculpt you into into the character. He's a natural. He's that's, a natural. Can you I've, just give us I've, the best performance for an academy right there about him being so much. That was how. That's okay, how. Okay, now good, that was a lot. That's I how wrote good. This whole thing. That's why that was that good. <laughs> no, that's really why that was that good. Yeah. yeah. Same question that I asked the Henry here. When it's all said and done on the table, um, how would you like to be remembered? I I don't know. I'm gonna have a much simpler answer. Um, you know, just as decent person who was always up for anything, not afraid to try new things. Um, and more importantly, he always gave it his all, you know, and everything he did, uh, there's never been anything life has thrown at me that I've, that I've said, Oh, you know what? Nah, I can't do this. I can't, you know, even if it's way outside of my element, I'll go full force, you know, I'm all on that motherfucker. So (laughs) that's a main thing with me. (laughs) And last but not least, Mr. Joe Castro. I want to hear this one. (laughs) Joe, after everything said and done, all the makeup, the horror films, the blood scatter on the floor, on the walls, the, everything you've done, you've given everything 110% already. Last moment of your life, or whatever you want to say, what would you like to be remembered by? That's a great question. How do, how do I want to be remembered? Well, I, I like what the other two gentlemen said, and um, they made some really good points. I, I personally um, would like to be remembered for, for, for what I have done for others, you know, yeah. well, what the, the accomplishments, the accomplishments that we have made for ourselves are great, but really and truthfully, we live on and how we make other people feel, you know, and how, and how they remember us. So, you know, and, and, and with saying that, I would like to say in the way that these other men that inspired me and that helped me become a, the special effects artist that I want to be, you know, I, I would like to be remembered as a man who also gave other people a chance to do something that they would normally not be able to do to be able to help other people pursue their dreams and chase their dreams, you know, because ultimately that, 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 that is, you know, when, when, when you have the capability and the power to do that and you accomplish something like that, you, you really touch someone's heart, you know? And, uh, and I think that's how, that's how I, I would like to be remembered. And I think that's how the best way to be, to live on in the memory of others, you know, that's so people awesome. never forget my name and talk about me in a positive light. It's yeah. funny. One of my, one of my greatest mentors, was a was a film director. His name was Herschel Gordon Lewis, and he died in uh, um in uh twenty sixteen, and uh, but he was he was ninety two. He was ninety two when he died. Lived a very full big life, uh, and he's actually the man who's responsible for directing and producing the very first slasher movie ever. It was called Blood Feast, and if you've never seen it, you should see it. Uh, have, you, have, you ever, have you ever seen that movie Juno? Yeah, yes. yes. Okay. In the movie Juno, the, the the young girl is you know she's she's kind of like seducing, like flirting with the older man, right? And they're at her place, and um, he, he she says to him, "Have you ever seen the Wizard of Gore?" 
And she and he says, "What's that?" He says, "You've never seen the Wizard of Gore. Oh, you got to watch it right now." Well, Herschel Gordon Lewis directed that movie. That was, that was oh, like, hey, okay. And, and so, so he directed this movie called Blood Feast, and uh, he 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 was this kind of man that that gave other people the opportunity to pursue their dreams and chase their dreams. And um, and that 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 man, Herschel Gordon Lewis, not only made me a better artist, but made me a better man. And, and and right before he died, like just a few days before he died, I, I just I, kind of like kind of like I don't know what you call it, like a god shot or like universal inspiration. I just decided to write him a real nice email, you know, even though I'd known him for for many years. And right. I just and I just want to let him know that in the future, whenever his name was brought up, I would always speak to, about him in the most positive light, and always make sure that everybody remembered all the amazing things he he get he gave to us and gave to our genre and gave to the world of cult filmmaking. And so that's why I'm doing this here right now. You know, it's because in the name of Herschel Gordon Lewis. So that's how I'd like to be remembered. There you go. I love it. I love it. That's that's a great answer. That's a that's a pretty deep cut. Very deep. But see, I cheated. I had time to think about it. You put these guys. That's fine, man. That's fine. It still it still counts. It still counts, man. Yeah, it's still good. That's awesome, man. That's great. I'm glad all of y'all came on the podcast today, even though I did mess up some some names <laughs> and intros and everything to it. And but, locations. Uh, shut up, dude. Schedules. <laughs> names. See, and that, that's why I'm in charge of all this. I know it's other people who just lay back. And, and how will you be remembered, sir? <laughs> oh, that's well, yeah, let's hear that question. No, that that's for another podcast, bro. <laughs> hey, if y'all decide, if y'all were make it back out to LA, let me know in advance so we can all hang out. Hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's do it. I'm going to come down to Edinburgh. Let's make a movie. Let's do it. Oh, let's do it. Oh, yeah. I just made a connection. Hold on. I got to put my horn. Yeah. <laughs> another connection. Yeah, buddy. <laughs> That's awesome, Look man. I'm glad, I'm glad that's what it's all about, man. Many, making bridges between the artists, man, and you know, yeah, making sure. making it grow, making it making their dreams come true. That's, all that's what it's all about, man. That's what I love about that. That's why we do the podcast. And, and if no one has, hey, if no one said it yet, Chiu this is uh, what you do for the for the world of independent filmmaking, and what, what you do for the, for other artists is very important. And I just want to say thank you very much. Thank you, very thank you so much, man. Wow. Thank man. you. That. But it's true. I mean, without 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 your voice, we wouldn't have a voice. We would just be in our own little world doing our own thing. So thank you for taking the time to make us stop and smell the roses and and uh, and allow us to share what we've done with the with the world. Thank you, thank you guys for everything you do. Bring us entertainment. Thank you, man. And the stuff, the makeup, the the all the stuff, even even the even the clothing line stuff like that. Give an opportunity to go back and. And really do something different for them to wear, or yeah. or stuff to try out, you know, just to look and you know, like good stuff. Yeah, yeah. Sure. I, I, I need, uh, I need, I need, I need, I need someone with fashion sense to dress me. I, I, I don't, I don't know how to dress. Don't we all? We too. Don't we all? We got some. I think we have to exchange uh, numbers here or find each other on Facebook so you guys can collab on as far as horror outfits or I don't know what you guys want. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. sure. Yeah, man. But then and another another thing for you, Joe. Is that anything you're selling back there that you want to throw away and uh, donate to the to the podcast? Here, we're glad they hang it on the wall. As long as there's a whole empty wall behind it, as long as it's signed by you, I will put it on the wall, man. I, I will. I will absolutely think about that. Even, oh, a, decap, even a decap ahead of Chew would be beautiful on the wall. 
All right, look, you. <laughs> Take off your legs, so maybe you can make something like that. How about that? Uh, I don't just, I don't just pop it off for anybody, dude. All right? <laughs> all right? I, I'm not, I'm not in my emotional place oh my to remove my leg right now. You'll do it in a little while more. Yeah, I'll do it. You've done it so many yeah. times. <laughs> <laughs> no, you think I'm messing around? I'm telling you the truth. Anyways, well, that's another podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for watching, Dave. Thank you, Henry. Yeah, for sure. I appreciate it. Thank you for coming out. Absolutely. Thank you, thank you for having us. Joe, awesome. not Roy. Joe, Joe Castro, yes, Thank yes. you for coming out. Thank you for having me on the show, guys. Thank you for patience with us, Joe. We're... Oh, my God. This is actual your actual first uh, online stream interview, and I think it went down. For us. It was bad on our end. On our end. Your side was perfect. It was just us. What do you mean he's in California? <laughs> that was you my had, fault, man. You had one oh, job. Oh, anyway, God's sake. Ladies and gentlemen. But yes. Yeah. Like any social medias you want to toss out there before yes. we get going? Yeah, social medias, guys. Uh yeah, yeah, yeah. You can uh uh Vutoir is a V-O-U-S-T-U-E-R. That's it. That's uh, that's how that's spelled. And then um uh, yeah, my own. I mean, my own doesn't really matter, I guess, too much. But uh, I mean, Henry L, H E N R I E H I L L L. That's it. Right. I had ones. to look up mine because I forgot. How to <laughs> God, I yeah, yeah, yeah. Mike Burgler. Sounds uh, about right. B E R K A L U R K K. Thrasher. That's what I'm calling out. Why the hell did I put two Ks at the end of that? Well, thanks for having me. Yeah, you can reach me, and my socials are. Facebook.com forward slash Joe.Castro. You can reach me there every day. Send me a direct message. Say hello. Let's make a movie there. My Instagram is Joe underscore Castro underscore director. Whoa. Okay. okay. Mm. Nice. I like that. And to close out the show, another hip hop artist from the RGB. I promise I put his music on today. Check this out a little bit. There you go. Probably here in a minute. There you go on the background. Ladies and gentlemen, that is the Chewy New Podcast for today. Tune in next week because I'm Who the hell knows what's going to happen? Next week. It might be interviewing Chew's leg next week. I don't know. Yeah, we were... Again. Anyways, <laughs> <laughs> guys. Y'all take it easy and uh, sign us off, Chew. I've been Chew. They like always, guys. Ladies, Gators! Bye, Roy. Retroceder la noche de ayer Yo espero que te vaya bien Lo tengo asegurado desde que te vi con él Antes te rocaba pero hoy te 